Are we? Is that to get my attention? That's it. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we? Mm-hmm. We're recording. <laughs> that mm-hmm is so loud. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well. Uh, hi. Hey. It's been a while. Oh my god! I know. It feels like forever. It does. Gosh. Let's not let that happen again. No. We're too close to be too far. That's right. For too long. That's right. Um, uh, yeah. So welcome to the V-Spot. A podcast where we talk about stuff that's vegan related. <laughs> or not. Or just like our lives. And laugh. Which are very vegan centric. So yeah. like everything well, is really vegan related, right? That's the thing. We ha- I don't know if we've really brought up much that isn't. I mean, we don't always cover like hot topics, you know, like, oh, hot topics. Yeah. Ah, God, the cat's tagging my foot. Um, stop it. <laughs> He's not reaching for it again, is he? No. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're vegans, so we talk about that. Um, I'm Danny. I'm Kathleen. But her brain isn't functioning. Oh, I know. My brain turned off about 10 minutes ago, so I apologize. I'm going to try to do my best here. <laughs> can't be any worse than normal <laughs> um so let's uh let's get into our first pop culture corner um do you want to talk about pluto. our yeah pluto versus goofy we inquired about that two episodes ago correct um so thank you amy for <gasps> clarifying as we knew you would um, Amy sent us an article nerd. from, I know, right, from Best, but that's like, I it's mean. It's a good nerd. Yeah, that's like. I'm also a nerd. That's why I can say right, that. Right. There are like certain things that are like a lot of people are nerdy about, and I think Disney is one of them. Um, but like Disney, Harry Potter, Star Trek, et cetera. Um, but so she sent us an article from bestoforlando.com about why the debate between Goofy and Pluto. Um, but then she sends us her own thoughts on the subject um and i'm just gonna go ahead and read what she said and she said um so there's no actual reason pluto pluto was introduced first because mickey would be more humanized if he had a pet a family man since he had his girlfriend minnie hence pluto being mickey's hence pluto being mickey's pet uh, Goofy came into the picture two years later as a separate animated character that Walt made. As the article says, Goofy is not a smart dog, making him walk on two feet. As time went on, other characters like Donald and Daisy were made, and these characters are humanized for the for the pleasure of adults and children. They all became friends, making all three characters the Fab Five. Uh, and then Amy has her own theory, which she says um, Minnie and Mickey never got married, so they never had actual children, and Pluto would be Mickey's only child, and Minnie has her cat Figaro. Um, it would be very undisney to have children out of wedlock. Out of wedlock, right? So. Um, I really don't think Walt had any reason to humanize Goofy. I think they were two separate cartoons, and as time went on, Mickey and Goofy became best friends. Hope you give, Hope this gives you guys some insight. Love Thanks, you. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, it did. That actually helps. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, yeah. And that makes sense God. when you think of it like that. So I got to stretch out my legs. I know. I need a, um, I need like a, um, like a stool <laughs> for future podcasting. I'm going to need like an old lady stool. So I'm going to read my next story out of Food Defenders, okay. the book by the Food Justice Advocates of PSMS 7. Okay. Whoa. Um, a dramatic reading. 
Uh, this is a little short one, but I thought this was a really cool, cool thing. 826 volunteers to craft original stories um, and help kids with creative writing. They go into schools. They have after school programs in their superhero supply store in Brooklyn. It actually they have a um, a false wall. They have a fake bookcase that opens up to their back room where they do their like special meeting and stuff. That's cool. It's a superhero lair. It's really cool. Um, but I will show link note link thing again um, so that people can go donate to the program because it's really cool helping kids learn because kids are our future, especially these kids because they are animal rights kids. Um, the story is called. Piggy Saves the Day by Ariel Vargas, age 13. One day in Chicago, it was a cold day, and Piggy was taking a shower in his mud house. When he went outside, he could hear people screaming because they were scared. What's going on? Piggy asked a random woman. There are some guys killing pigs down the street, she responded. Looks like I have to go save the day, said Piggy to himself. He ran home on all four legs to get his superhero costume. He got home and put it on. He ran out of the house and all the way to the slaughterhouse. When he got there, there was blood on the floor and walls. He saw a slaughter boy with dead pigs all around him. Piggy went over to him and tapped him on the shoulder and said, Slaughter, why are you doing this? Because you guys are delicious and the meat industry is making so much money, responded Slaughter Boy. Piggy moved closer to him and said, We are not even good for you. We have a bunch of calories and fat. By the way... Eating pork causes around 325,000 Americans to be hospitalized every year. Well, the meat industry is making money, and we think you are delicious, responded Slaughter Boy. Jeez. Um, so that was interesting. Um, I mean, what kind of stuck out to me there is a couple of things. One, Piggy was taking a shower in his mud house mm -hmm. because they use mud to cool off. Um, so that's like, yeah, correct. That right. is what animals, that's what pigs do. Um, so that was cool. And it was pretty graphic. Yeah. Like this kid, I don't, I will never know probably if they are vegan or vegetarian or whatever, but to say that it's a slaughterhouse and surrounded by dead pigs, like they know what's up. And not only that, but <laughs> that the pig moved closer, we're not even good for you. It's like really, it's yeah. like, again, cheeky. Yeah. Like this kid knows that pork is not good for you. Right. And to throw out a statistic like that and then right. be like, oh, well, the meat industry is making money. Whoa. Yeah. Hard truths from yeah. a kid. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Just in a book that they published for fun. It's just a little thing. So yeah, food defenders. That's so continue cool. on. It is really cool. I have some more stories. I'll read a. For the next few episodes, I'll read them. Great. Yeah. So let's get into, uh, I guess, some things. Okay. Let's, let's get into them. Two episodes ago, we mentioned, wow, now my brain is shutting down. Subsidies. subsidies. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so we did a little more research and then kind of like just looked into the dairy industry more which is yeah. gross so uh let's let's uh let's talk about cow excretions oh. <laughs> okay i'm just pointing out if i call your milk excretion you probably don't want it anymore no 
but that's what it is. Gross. Yeah. Anyways, so let's go. Let's do this. Okay. Let's yeah. move along. No. This is bad. Andy's offended. Andy, don't have a cow. <laughs> well, why so? don't you try to steer me in the right direction? Oh, my God. <laughs> I really wish you could get on board, but I can't think of any good ones. Damn it. He's so mad. Why are you so mad? Because <laughs> he knows that that was funny. Oh, my God. That's why he's mad. Um, now, let's get utterly real. So <laughs> That was another one. So I, I just want you to know what I'm doing right now. Wait, what did you say? I totally missed it. What did she say? What did you say? I said, let's get utterly real. Oh, my God. You're so stupid. <laughs> I want you to know, though, that I just Googled the origins of the phrase don't have a cow because I was like, what What does that even mean? Like, what, what is that? Um, so here we go. I'm going to tell you. So the phrase comes from The Simpsons. Bart Simpson originated it. And uh, well, he made it popular, rather. Um, the phrase don't have a cow has been around for decades as far back as the 1950s. While the exact origin isn't clear, it appears that there was a British saying along the same line. However, it referenced having kittens rather than a cow. What? What? <laughs> I mean, it me- obviously, it means don't flip out or calm down. Um, it is usually reserved for someone who is overreacting to a situation. Uh, but it doesn't say... It doesn't say, like, like why? why. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I apologize for trying to milk the situation for oh. any good jokes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and there goes Andy the just producer. Got up and left. Um, because that is hilarious. Um, <laughs> why is he so mad? I, I really like. It doesn't say. I don't know why people say don't have a cow. I'm literally on a website that um, gives the origin for every like cow related phrase, like cowabunga, for example. Ah, there you go. Um, anyway, uh, well, let's, let's talk about cows. Like we're so off to, we're right. so, we just got so distracted. All right. Uh, so let's, let's talk about cows. Where do we want to start? I don't know. So what would happen if we stopped milking cows? They just keep giving milk, right? Yeah. So what would happen, uh, because you can't turn them off, right? Right. Milk floods. Yeah. We'd have milk floods and then we'd have to, (laughs) and we'd have to build an ark. But then if we save the animals, are we then forcing them to breed? Is that not the, like, or is that just saving a species? Is that forcing them? We're saving them from the milk flood. They would drown in milk. But what if they were meant to die? I'm just saying. Shit. Well, we're all going to die by milk floods. Milk floods. This is what happens when we podcast at 930 at night. We get really silly. Uh, That actually wasn't even us, though. That was someone saying that in all seriousness, though, that they won't stop giving milk. That's correct. I will find where I read that because it's right here. Um, Yeah, you can't turn the cows off. (laughs) Um, So so in doing a little bit of research for for this topic... um, we um, well, I think the reason we got on this topic was because of Kristen Gillibrand and the subsidies, um, the the bill that she's trying to pass to That's give subsidies right. for New York dairy farmers. And we realized that we 
kind of don't or didn't really completely understand what that meant. Um, so now that, now that we've looked into it a little bit, I found an article on Mercy for Animals about um, milk subsidies and it, um, it quotes a uh, dairy farmer out of Michigan to say, as, and he said, you can't turn the cows off. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like you can, because... Uh, as this article states, the dairy industry, as the dairy industry stands now, cows are kept captive, pregnant, and lactating against their will at nearly nonstop rate for their entire shortened lives. So that can absolutely be stopped. Because, um, I mean, okay, so here's the thing, folks, and this might come as a shock to some of you, which is fine because I didn't always know it either. Right. You actually, so I, you, you can turn a cow off because a cow only gives milk. Mm-hmm. For their infant, for babies. Why? Why do we have like I am? I'm not lactating right now, right? But so cows only give milk, just like human beings and cats and all that good stuff for their babies. Like that scene in Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents or Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Just I've got nipples, Greg. Right. Could you milk me? Could you milk me? That's a good movie. <laughs> um. But th- so you can if you stop forcing them to have babies you can turn them off Mm -hmm. they won't give milk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's true true. that's that's i actually would like to say sir that you can turn them off you are a liar yeah yeah i um i was curious in doing and looking into um you know information about dairy subsidies and and i guess subsidies in general um, about specifically, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out why, you know, I, I understand why Kristen Gillibrand has an interest in doing this dairy subsidy or whatever. Um, but I, I was I was like, but I, I want to know more. Like, why? Right. Why? You know, and so that's why I Googled what are the highest producing dairy states in the United States. Um, and like I was telling you before, I was really kind of surprised to see that New York is number three. Number three blows my mind. Number three, yeah. Um, follow only following Wisconsin and California. Um, California is number one. Wisconsin's number two. New York is number three. Um, and just in case you're curious, after New York is Idaho, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Texas, Minnesota, New Mexico, and Washington. Hmm. Yeah, um, and that's from statista.com. So, <clears throat> so that's why she. Yeah, so it, that you know makes even more sense. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, I guess I do. I, I don't, it's but a, I do. So, <laughs> so I think the thing of it is, is that the you know I think the the what I'd like to you know make people aware of because like you were saying before, it's not something I was really aware of until. I really did more research, you know, when I went vegan and everything is that even whether you're consuming dairy or not, whether you're consuming meat or not, your tax dollars are paying for it. So you are still contributing to it because that's the way the government works. Right. Which sucks. (laughs) Like that sucks. (laughs) It sucks so much. We should just be off the grid. Let's just be off the grid. Yeah, fuck it. Off the grid. We're done. We're actually closing this off now. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> Did it work? Stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, it actually kind of really sucks because it's like no matter what you do, even if you are vegan, you're- yeah, even if you're trying to you know do what you think is the right thing, you're still putting money in these people's pockets, 
and putting money in the pockets of people who are, I mean, this is a dying industry. You know, we've, you hear all the time dairy farms closing left and right and how dairy consumption is like way down and this, that, and the other thing. And, but then you also hear the argument that, you know, these subsidies exist to keep farmers in business and, you know, they have to make a wage and this, that, and the other thing. But you obviously have figured out how to, to be a dairy farmer. Why can't you figure out how to be a different kind of farmer? So a couple of things. Uh, we'll just give a shout out, for instance, on you can you can become something else. So Elmhurst, I'm obsessed with right now, um, down in the city, actually. Um, and I remember when they closed nine, 90 years, I believe, mm-hmm. of dairy farmers. Yeah. And they are now not dairy. Right. Nut they milks, right? are, in fact, nut milks. Um, they do actually not just nut milks, but alternative to almond milk which right. i'm doing my best to find so they do um hazelnut milk they mm-hmm. do walnut milk they do peanut milk yeah. recently um brown rice milk yeah all this different stuff so like a a very well established well known dairy farm mm-hmm. not only closed down so like yay for us but they reopened and now they're they're making money and i just don't i don't understand why other farms can't see that like other people do it, but you could do it too. Yeah. Maybe not nut milks. Maybe you become a, I don't know, strawberry farmer. Right. I don't know, but it is possible. Um, so when we're talking about dying industry as well, um, I looked up the article because I remember seeing this last year on Veg News about literally how much excess stuff there is. Oh, it's so disgusting. Um, so as of May... 23rd last year, so 2017, dairy farmers had already dumped 78 million gallons of excess milk. Yeah, and didn't wasn't there um there I remember reading what? on Mercy for Animals too around then there was like a big scandal because they had dumped all that milk but mm-hmm. were like still taking government subsidies. Yes. So they were like lying about how much mm-hmm. excess milk they had. Right. Or something. And um at that time they had 80 million pounds of cheese. That's like and that's outrageous. 272 million pounds of butter in reserve. It's the highest amount since 1984 and 1994 respectively. That What? That isn't And that was I, up 86% from the pur- from last year's purge from 2016. I can't even I don't even understand how much that is. I can't my like, brain can't wrap it around. 800 billion pounds of cheese. Yeah. That it's yeah. just and it's in reserve. Reserve for what? What are we reserving it for? I don't I don't, I don't understand. And I don't I don't see how you can dump that much. Like I mean, I guess it's because they're still collecting money and there's yeah. that whole scandal and that's why right. they don't care. Right. It's because they're right. like, Oh well, fuck it, we're still right. getting money, so we'll dump the excess. Who cares? They're just cows and that's Right. You can't turn them off. Yeah, you can't turn them off, you'll have milk floods. <laughs> <laughs> milk floods everywhere. Um, uh, hashtag milk floods. No. <laughs> Gross. Um, and then let's see the rest of this little article. 
and I know this always happened too. We can talk about the Got Milk commercials oh, yeah, all I, fucking um, day long. I was looking them up before. Um, you need milk to be strong, yeah. like this athlete or this celebrity. Or well, I was looking them up um, before we started podcasting because um, I wanted to see, like, specifically who funded them, and it's obviously a dairy company. Um, let me find that quick. <clears throat> Yeah, they were funded by um, an advertising company, um, Good Good B Silverstein and Partners, but it was done for the California Milk Processor Board, um, and it started in 1993. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Milk Processor Education Program added the Got Milk logo to its milk mustache ads beginning in 1995. Um, in, let's see... Milk Life, that tagline, Got Milk Campaign Continues in California. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, and I mean, that, like, went on for, like, like years. And they, remember, they, it was, like, that's, I feel like that was how you knew somebody was, like, really making it as a celebrity. If they were a if Got you Milk. Them in a Got Milk that's ad. right. And you wanted to do the same thing yeah and you know i can remember there being um a lot of people like i remember i feel like i remember one with Alyssa milano like there were a lot of people doing got milk ads and they were arguably like very sexualized you oh. know like that milk mustache was i very was gonna suggestive. say the idea of a milk must- <laughs> yeah, mustache especially um would you like a secretion mustache yeah like Ooh. especially with um, <laughs> no. like you know the the female people doing it um it was definitely very suggestive, um, but on uh, I'm getting my information right now from Wikipedia. But there's a um, a section on Wikipedia about parodies and references for Got Milk, and it uh, I don't think I ever saw this, but um, th- I guess in 2007 the California Milk Processor Board um, threatened PETA with a lawsuit because PETA had a dairy campaign called Got Pus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I don't remember seeing that. Yep. But also, it's true. Me either, yeah. Yikes. Um, and the same thing um, also mentions the idea of the same Veg News article. Um, the Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, took action by pushing more milk in the form of sugar-laden strawberry and chocolate flavors back flavors back into the national school lunch program which like i remember that too and think about all these other things like the um intense milk mm. and all these brands that try to make it cool to kids mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. you want to you want to drink this like awesome stuff and you put sugar in it yeah kids love sugar i love sugar yeah so yeah and I remember always growing up thinking you needed it to have strong bones. Right. Um, Playing into kids. Not the kids in Food Defenders, though, let me tell you what. Yeah, right? They know. Now I'm looking at some of these old Got Milk ads. And, like, all of them. I mean, not I guess not just the ones with women, but the ones with dudes, too. They're all very suggestive. I mean, they they've been, they were going, like... Up until fairly recently, because there's one with Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. There's one with... 
There's so oh my god, I remember all of these. Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Um, what else about this? They got that um handout though, right? The 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 subsidies. They got the money. Oh, what is this one? Oh, jeez. Sorry, I'm distracted. Yeah, uh, I mean, they always do. But then I was reading a lot of articles, too, about when subsidies are handed out, they just come back, you know, X amount of time later and ask for another subsidy. Of of course. Um, Yeah. Yep, they got it. Um, One billion dollars to the dairy and livestock industries. I'm looking right now at a Got Milk ad. With Sarah Ramirez, and she's on Grey's Anatomy, and so this couldn't have also couldn't have been that long ago. She's been on Grey's Anatomy since like two thousand and six, maybe I don't know. But it it's a picture of Sarah Ramirez with the milk mustache, and um, it says "Great Anatomy" is the tagline, and she's like in a sexy little red number. Oh yeah. Um, but the caption on the bottom says, "In show business, your figure, in show business, your figure well shows." That's why I drink milk. Studies suggest the nutrients in milk can play an important role in maintaining a healthy weight. Staying active, eating right, and drinking 24 ounces of low-fat or fat-free milk a day helps you to look your best. 24 ounces of milk a day? <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's literally... That's, that's Yeah. Well, it's a Got Milk ad. It's a Got Milk so. ad. <laughs> oh, the st- oh, well, they don't cite well, they studies. Don't cite the they study. say studies. And it says that the study suggests... Yeah. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, that's very selective wording. Four glasses of milk a day. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let's harken back to the protein that we talked about three episodes ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need so little protein in reality to make myself healthy. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me I need four glasses of pus a day to be healthy? That's disgusting. Ugh. No. And I used it's crazy to me because I used to drink milk and I was the biggest cheese eater. And and I mean, you know, what's funny is I just recently realized that I still am a big cheese. I do the same thing. I literally have cheese in there that I was eating with a spoon. The stuff that um, I got you look horrified. So I just found the most of the most out these cannot be real hold on hold on what is this i have to look at this um this is from 2011 okay and these are real yeah these are real okay so 2011, Got Milk came back, it looks like, with a vengeance, if you will, <laughs> with their new Got Milk ads. Um, and the first one that I found is uh, this gentleman, and he's holding two some milk cartons, and it says, we can both blame myself. And then on the bottom, it says, milk can help reduce the symptoms of PMS. All of these ads are of men. <sighs> yep. This one says, I apologize for letting you misinterpret what I was saying. And he's holding milk. Milk can reduce the symptoms of PMS. I apologize for not reading between the right lines. Mm -hmm. PMS? No, I'm livid with the milk industry. Oh, wait, no, that's a fake one. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, those are are some 
Those are some wow. PETA type ads. But these are real Got Milk ads. Yeah, look. Wow. That's disgusting. Um, and so it says, I guess, I mean, obviously there was some controversy around this. I would think so. Um, but apparently uh, it says the ads were based on studies published in scientific journals. It does not cite which ones. In 1999 and 2005, that found a link between calcium consumption and fewer PMS symptoms. It obviously oh. does not say what that actually, like what study that's actually from, because I'm sure that that's bullshit. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I listened to what you said and not what you meant. Is this what this one says? And he's holding milk. Milk can help reduce the symptoms of PMS. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Yep. Okay. Yep, those yep. are real. Real ads. It's disgusting. Any hoodle. What what uh hmm. what else you got there? <laughs> now that I've gone on a Google tangent. Um, geez. Okay. I'm like floored by that. Um I don't Oh, I also didn't know that Elmhurst was the last remaining dairy processor. Hmm. In the in New York City, yeah, I I remember when it closed. It's in Queens, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, I'm floored by that. I was reading something earlier where they said that um, somewhere in New Zealand is doing a hemp as a new farm farmed mm, product instead wow. of dairy. The options are out there. I've really been. I go back and forth. I'm. Predominantly a cashew milk person, but I've been on a fla- uh, flax milk. Kick. I've never tried flax milk. I like flax milk a lot, and it's uh, it's among like the it's a little less expensive than some of the other ones. I'm trying. I I'm waiting for that oat milk. And that it's got oatly. a good shelf life. Flax milk. I'm waiting for it. Come here soon. Um. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting article. On the Hill. Now, the Hill, I was reading a bunch of opinion posts. They're just opinion mm-hmm. things. Sure. Um, but this one was by Gene Bauer. My man. Yeah. Um, and he was just asking, is dairy the new tobacco? And just talked a lot about, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, what does it all come down to? Politics you know, and who's putting money in whose pockets. That's right. And I, it's, I just think when you really, really... Think about it. And it's so funny. I was saying I texted you before and I was saying that the, you know, the food industry is like the biggest scam that has ever existed. And it's That's just like right. so crazy to me that until you are like forced to really think about it, that it doesn't occur to anybody. Like, why the fuck would a human need to be drinking the milk of a cow? It's it blows <laughs> my mind. Like, why? I don't. Why? I don't understand who originally said that. Why like you drink literally. That? Why? Like why? Why do you drink that? Why? Who thought of that? I mean, I, I get like look, I remember looking it up once trying to find the origins and I had a rough time finding like really truly where it came from, but I actually think it originated in northern Europe. Really? Mm-hmm. There was an uh why? Just, I would never isn't that crazy? Like, I, I mean, obviously, I never questioned it for 20 years. I never years, did either. It's know? just funny because when you see those, like, protests um, of, like, people sitting under the statue of a cow, like, drinking from mm-hmm. the udder, and like, you're like, ew, you? gross, yeah. that's weird. And then you're like, wait a second, but I actually do that. 
right. cognitive dissonance. Yeah, cognitive dissonance corner. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cognitive dissonance corner combined with pop culture corner real quick because I just thought of something. Um, as you know, all I do with my life is watch reruns of Friends nonstop all the time. And I, I don't know what that a, show is. I know you don't. You're so weird. Mm-hmm. And there was a que- uh, question. There was an episode of Friends. I think it's season two where um, Ross's um, ex-wife. And her girlfriend are at the apartment and the um, the ex-wife is going to breastfeed their son. And she like dabs the breast milk on her wrist and then licks it to test the temperature. Mm-hmm. And everyone like flips out and is like, oh, that's so disgusting. And she's like, what? It's breast milk. Like, oh, I've tried it. She's tried it. Like they're talking about how they've tried it before. And everyone's like, oh, that's so gross. And it's like what <laughs> but what are you drinking with your cookies like right. you're drinking milk what are you having with your cereal i think most, I think most mm. people would probably react that way though oh, oh yeah gross. for sure you, oh you tasted breast milk for sure but it's like that's the milk of a human though so like if you're gonna be if you're gonna t- drink milk yeah. it should be breast milk yeah it's cool that you're drinking the milk of a cow like would you drink the milk of like a zebra <laughs> you know like it's just oh it's Apparently, just so I just saw something, and I think again on Veg News because I check Veg, Veg News is the first thing I do, like in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure I saw on there that now the camo milk industry is being affected. The fuck is that? You heard Wait, me, camel. Right? Camel. I heard camo, and I was like, no, like camel. disguised. <laughs> disguised is something good for you. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? It's all camo milk, isn't it? That's right. But camel no, milk. Camel milk. Who's drinking camel milk? I uh, let me see if I can find that right quick. Um, ba-ba, would have been in the past few days. I'm sure if you Google camel, oh, milk. right there, veganism is stunting the growth of the camel milk industry. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, a report published this week by market research from Technavio found that the camel milk industry is expected to grow at a compounded annual growth rate of seven percent. I enlisted the rise of veganism as the main factor hindering its growth. Um, Camels are currently exploited for their milk in countries such as Australia, Kenya, and Ethiopia. So, and, but it's funny, they know they're like soy milk, almond milk, coconut milk are some of the major competitors. (laughs) Medical benefits, rising health consciousness among consumers, and increasing vegan population are driving the demand for such products. It's wild. Yeah, camel milk. It's just... It's just confusing. Isn't it funny, though, that even like the two of us are like, what? Camel milk? Yeah. But like cow milk. Do you know what I'm saying? We still have that reaction of like, yeah, what? Yeah. When like we really should have kind of like known all along. Yeah. I can corner about food now. Okay. Uh, I think I feel like I hold on. If you have something else. I'm trying to think if I did. Um, If you do talk, talk, talk to me about it before I go on my rant about food, because I could talk about food forever. I think this is the the Mercy for Animals um, article that I was reading. I think just had the same information that you already stated. The 80 million pounds of excess American cheese and 272 Mm -hmm. million pounds of excess butter. And that's from the USDA. Um, millions of pounds of excess milk that are simply dumped onto fields. According to Market Watch, in the Midwest and Northeast, nearly 78 million gallons of milk have been dumped so far this year. This is from 2017, um, up, which is up 86%. Yeah, so same thing. 
Um, what was this? Oh, this is dairy program subsidies in the United States totaled $5.6 billion between 1995 and 2016. Yikes. That's like that's banana sandwich. And it's um and this actually like breaks it down to like wh- where that money goes. Um so like milk income lost contract payment, market lost assistance, milk income lost transitional payment, dairy economic lost assistance program. Milk marketing fees, dairy disaster assistance, margin protection program, dairy uh, milk diversion program, dairy termination program. So like that, this actually like breaks it down to where all that money is going. And this is from um, a farm subsidy database. Hmm. It's disgusting. It's like really gross. Yeah. So, yeah, tell me about your New York City food because, like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Because it's, it's depressing? Because <laughs> it's bullshit. Because it's literal. like, what did you say to me earlier? It's the biggest lie? Yeah, it's so crazy. But you also, like, it's just, and it's worldwide, though, which is what's oh, yeah. so crazy about it. It's this, like, crazy fucking misconception that you need to be eating milk and you need to be eat, or meat and dairy. And I'm distracted because Andy clearly has something to say. What is it? Already? We have the gift of gab. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's just really, like, so wild. I forget what documentary it was that I, maybe it was Food Inc. that I originally learned, like, no matter what, you're still paying, like, meat subsidies and all that shit, whether you're eating it or not. I'm still paying for other people's mistakes. Right. Great. Right. Right. Great. Yeah, I mean, this is just, obviously it's happening with dairy, but it happens with meat, too. There's subsidies for fucking everything. Rather than, like, figuring out a way, I mean, which, see, Tangent City, because we're overproducing all this food, and there's nowhere to supposedly give it, but there's, like, fucking billions of hungry people, and we're just throwing shit in the dump, and then stealing money from the government? Like, what? It's crazy, because, like, not that I want to be giving... But it's food, though. No, right. You know Some I mean? food is better than right. s- literally starving people. Um, but then you go back to, you know, we're, we're growing all this corn and soy and this and that to feed livestock that are producing meat and dairy. Give it to the people. That, and all that, all that food could feed right. hungry people. Wow. But then we're overproducing all of this food and then giving people subsidies because there's... What? what? Yeah. <laughs> it's something doesn't God. add up. It's everything is so backwards. Something does not add up that we Yeah, I mean, where do they even dump that much milk? Like I don't into know. the ocean? Like where do you I don't know. dump milk? I don't know. You know say. And but yet there's people who can't afford to have any like right. I don't I don't know. There's this is how, get milk how you floods. get milk floods. <laughs> really? God, can you imagine a milk flood? That would be so terrible. It would smell. Oh, like, it imagine would sm- what it would oh, smell like. Oh, my God. Like. Rancid milk. Oh, and it would be like oh. so like thick. Yeah, thick and creamy and stanky. That would be the worst. Yeah. Curdly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was milk floods. So, you know, it's. You know what's a really great thing to discuss after curdled milk? Food. Food. <laughs> and talk to you well, about Well, because there is no curdled milk on my on my plate. Great. I don't have any pus or secretions no pus. on my plate. Uh, yeah. So I went to New York City this weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things I wanted was food because I'm uh, a fucking obviously. beast. Yeah. Um, 
And I wanted to try that new moo mozzarella so that good. you told me about. And I was like, well, where can I go find it? Whatever. And I found that we were going to be around um, Orchard Street and like the financial mm-hmm. district in those ways. So there's a place called Scar's Pizza. Mm-hmm. That's where I went for lunch. And it was an expensive pizza. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. But I figure four or five dollars for vegan cheese because that's what right. places do that aren't vegan. So right. whatever. Um, and I got my own personal pizza with the new moo mozzarella. But at and... least also you're not paying like four or five dollars for Daya. Oh, like right. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, you know I wouldn't. Mean? No, it was good. At That's... least you're paying. At least you're getting like a good vegan cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would never. No. God, no. I would never yeah. do that. Um, But I got the mozzarella. I got jalapenos, mushrooms and olives. Turns Ooh. out they were Kalamata olives. <gasps> The best kind. They were so good. Um, I died. It was that I'm good. I'm talking to your ghost. Yeah. Your, your cheese ghost. Ooh. Ooh. I'm haunting you. Aren't you I? died of a vegan cheese That's overdose. That's right. Yep. Which is like so much better than milk flood. Than milk flood. <laughs> yeah, or pus secretion <laughs> food. That's right. Um. But I'm super picky with my cheese, my vegan cheese. I'll talk about it day in and day out because it's Daya and normally that you get at places and I just don't. It's not my thing. Some people love it. Some people are okay mm-hmm. with it. I just, I can't. Um, so I don't. I have not had a pizza like that. This new mozzarella That's was. So good. I, I, it did. I would have thought it was like yeah. dairy cheese if like once it started cooling down a little it didn't do like a certain the texture thing the kind of texture thing yeah. barely yeah but it did it where i was like okay no this actually it was so good though uh, i was i was shook yeah um, so good so go to scars if you all haven't do it um it was really weird hole in the wall cool place mm. very like 70s 80s there was like one guy and uh, then there was an old school bar and you could have like mm. a beer and it cool. was really weird, but like really awesome. Um, Let's see. What other food? But, uh, I mean, really, the next the next day was like the all star. What did I have for dinner that day? Uh, Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you have to be told. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let me not skip. I will. Did he say brick laying? Brick lane. Oh, <laughs> Um, I, I will not like, skip till Saturday. Let me move to Brick Lane. Brick Lane Curry House mm-hmm. um, has separate vegan. It was the best curry I've ever freaking had. It mm-hmm. was so good. Um, I got, I don't remember what it was. I was going to get the Vindaloo, but they said that was really spicy. And I was like, you know what? This is a very authentic place. Mm-hmm. And I believe you. Um, someone I know Andy. made the mistake of getting the fall, P-H-A-A-L. I believe, um, which is made with, s- no, scorpion chilies. <gasps> yeah. No, not scorpion. Scorpions, Andy. Reaper. Reapers. The hottest chilies that have ever Reapers. been made in the world. He can eat scorpion chilies. 2.1 million Scoville units. Um, you, and you th- lived to tell the tale. Well, so here's the thing. They have a challenge that if you finish it, and it's a bowl of curry, you know, like a medium-sized bowl of curry, you have to finish it in 45 minutes. And you can't let anyone help you. Not that anyone fucking would. The, me and the other two people at the table were like, no way in hell are we touching were you that. Were sweating? He wasn't sweating, but he didn't. And he, this this man, Andy has a gut of steel. Like, he can eat 
scorpion chilies you can eat habaneros like they're popcorn it's yeah. disgusting um th- to make this curry they have to use wear gas masks um they they warn you like you're they didn't have you sign a waiver which is funny because they're supposed to um but like it's that hot and he did not finish it um because (laughs) it just was a lot did he give you the milk floods (laughs) no he did not get the ring of fire milk floods the ring of (laughs) we've all had it We've all oh, had man. the ring of fire, except Andy has not to this day, but he did need Ever, some. Ever, you've never had the ring of fire. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're lying. No, that is his bowel insides of steel. It's, he's not human. Except, this doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I challenge Freak. this. Well, I would have thought if anything, would have it would have been this curry, because I mean, he needed to get water after. He kind of looked a little... He did eat half of it, which I, the other two people were like, we'll take a little dab of it on some bread. And I was like, fuck no. And they're like, you're not going to try it. I was like, absolutely not. I enjoyed my dinner. I am not going near that. And they still afterwards were like, just a little dab. We're like dying. Yeah. It's very hot. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's yep. insane. Like how proud he is. Yep. He was very <laughs> proud. Um, I didn't go anywhere near that. But if you want a good authentic curry. Go to Brick Lane Curry House. Um, they were super accommodating. They had a separate vegan menu, but then he was like, "Oh, we could also veganize this and that." Yeah. So it was wow. very cool. Cool. Um, I mean, the next day, so enjoyed a Broadway show, which was awesome as usual. And uh, the next day, woke up, do do do, got some delicious coffee with Oatly oat mm-hmm. milk. Oh, I want it around here so badly. And then I went to Champs. <laughs> Finally. And died again. I died again. Mm-hmm. I was dead and then I died again. I believe in reincarnation because I was reincarnated the next day, but then I died again immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about a 45-minute wait, but we just walked around because I had never been to Brooklyn. So I was like, yeah, we'll just walk around. Did you walk to Haymakers? I didn't. Oh. I don't know how. I think by the time I got your text, we were like heading mm. back towards. Yeah, it's like right around the corner. I didn't pay attention unfortunately we walked through like a slightly questionable part of brooklyn it's like you go down one street and yep. i was like Whoop. well that's all of brooklyn right it was not great and then i saw the live poultry store and i was <sighs> like well now i don't even want to eat i'm yeah. disgust- there's also uh, a dunwell right by this oh we did go to dunwell yeah. we actually did get a donut while we were waiting it was great um i got a boston cream donut mm. delicious um the live poultry thing really upset me because they listed the breeds oh on the front of it, like silkies and stuff like that. And part of me was like, what the fuck are people? You don't even eat silkies. Like, what do you do? It was disgusting. I was really upset and I was fully prepared to see a chicken like manage to escape. And I was like, how am I going to get a chicken back to Midtown? Because I might yeah. have to rescue one. Oh I don't even know. Um, but that was really gross. Downer there. But uh, Champs, we got to sit in the downstairs of Champs. It was the like, there's like a basement of Champs Diner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've never sat down yes. there. Yes. You so they have the upper part and right behind the counter you go down the stairs and it's like has a couple of palm trees down there and like mirrored walls. I don't know. It was so cool. It was really cool. What? I had a couple of like multicolored lights down there. I wonder if that's new. I've been to Champs a million times and I have no knowledge of this. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty neat. Um I had to decide what to eat, which wasn't easy. But I went with the spinach artichoke dip. Mm-hmm. 
the we got fries as well with mm-hmm. the best chipotle mayo i think it was mm-hmm. that i've ever had um and then i went with the eggs benedict because yeah. all i want is hollandaise same i love hollandaise yep i just want it in my mouth all I the time i don't think i had ever had hollandaise sauce when i wasn't vegan though so. oh really yeah i did yeah the best um to, like tofu benedict type thing if you will with hollandaise um is that i've had is from blossom i had that too i think it's the one time we so went so good it was so good so good but it's so and you oh i could go for it now i know same i also got a birthday cake milkshake which mm. actually had chunks of cake in it mm. i had to like roll out of there yeah it was a lot um and i did i walked around brooklyn quite a bit uh went to riverdale and found the Violife cream mm-hmm. cheese which um, so far I have used the Gorgonzola mm. cream cheese with pears and caramelized onions Ooh. on sourdough for a uh, grilled cheese sandwich in my air fryer. That sounds very good. It was. Um, and Violife is the like the brand of cheese that I can do. Like yeah. I can do their shred. Like I shredded yeah. it for my calzone last night. I can do Violife all day. Yeah. And it was fucking delicious. Nice. So it's my food experiences in the city. Oh, I went to Bear Burger, too, and got the Beyond Burger. It was kind of a shitty um, experience. The service just really sucked. Oh, no. Yeah. I it's always re- have really good experiences um, there. So do I. Yeah. I, That's I, always, like, my default if I need somewhere quick to go. It's like a tradition. Yeah. I think we go every time we go mm-hmm. to the city. Yeah, Michaela and I always do that too. It's, it's like our so go-to, good. especially when we do uh, if we do like a two-show day because it's fast and like you can almost always get a table without waiting, and it's um, like right in the theater district. That's what we went down to the one at William Street and Fulton Street. So there's one right in the corner mm-hmm. from our hotel, and then we were just gonna pack up and go home. Mm-hmm. The, we got a table, we got menus, but then the waiter took forever to come over. I literally questioned if there was table service. That's how long it took. I was wow. like. We didn't get um, asked if we wanted drinks. There was no like, hey, oh, no. are there any dietary restrictions or allergy? Nothing. Just came over. Do you, what are you going to order? And I was like, okay. We ordered our food. Wow. Finally got the food out. It was pretty quick food turnaround. Uh, we wanted waters. Never got the waters. That's Never crazy. got them. And we finally had to ask for our own check at the end. Went up to the bar to pay. I was like super upset. I actually wrote into them. Good. Because I was like, I go to Bear Burger because of the service and the fact yeah. that they're so vegan friendly. And now, like, I would question going because it was that bad. It wow. was bad. Um, I was well, super I'm happy to hear that that didn't happen at the one that I usually go to. <laughs> no, that's usually the one we go to. <laughs> yeah, too. the one on 46. Well, that's kind of what I told them. I was like, I just won't go back to this location for sure. Yeah. Shit. So. That sucks. But it was a good Beyond Burger because they have that now. The menu is literally 50% vegan, 50% omnivore. Yeah. One, they, they finally did it. And because Bear Burger wants there to be equal, equal options for vegans to omnivores. Yeah. Next time you go, you should get the, they have a falafel wrap that you can, mm. um, I think it has feta in it. But if you take the cheese out of it, it's vegan. Um, it is so good. Really? Yeah. I got it in like a lettuce wrap and it was so good. Mm. Yeah. When I, I went with um, Casey and Rachel last year. It was so good. 
for that now. Mm-hmm. Also, now I'm I'm officially team Beyond Burger over Impossible oh, Burger. Oh, 100%. I always have been. I finally, now that they had at Bear Burger, I was like, no, I'm going to get the Beyond. And I definitely am. I like it so much better. I went to um, the Mohawk, I think it, Mohawk Tap Room in yes. Scotia. Yeah. And got a Beyond Burger a couple weeks ago. Did they do a good job? Yeah, they did a good job. Um, awesome. And they, um, they, they, I don't know if they like changed the way they it was on the special menu and I when they I saw it on social media that they had it it just was like a normal Beyond Burger hamburger mm-hmm. type thing but when I went they had it as like a buffalo burger so I took like the ranch dressing off and essentially oh. just had like a Beyond Burger with like Frank's on it <laughs> but it was still good but that's you know delicious yeah, it was still and good. And next they, time you know to bring your own ranch. Right. I'm surprised you didn't have it. Don't you always have a bottle of ranch? With uh, almost you? always. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, now, see, it's that one time that'll teach you to always have it. Um, you know why I didn't have it? It was when it was the day I got back from New Orleans. Mike picked Mike picked me up at the airport at like five thirty, and we went to dinner. So I didn't have uh, ranch on me because I was coming from the airport. That makes sense. Yeah. Always have a bottle of ranch. Mm-hmm. I know, fuckers. I actually have been carrying. Oh my god, I <laughs> I had a can of cat food in my bag when I went through TSA last week, and Why? I totally forgot because oh. I had forgotten to buy cat food one night, and so Mike gave me a couple <sighs> cans to like just so that I could feed Marlin, and um, I still had one in my bag. It was a little one though, so it was able to go through. But like the, he, they searched my bag because like on the thing it was like this little metal thing and he was like yeah so uh what is this and like pointed on the thing and i like could not stop laughing i was like oh my god that's cat food <laughs> oh my god crazy cat lady <laughs> the adventures of crazy cat lady yeah and, and i was like is it okay like i don't mind leaving it and he was like no it's fine it's under the limit you can take it <laughs> oh my god i wish that i had it when i was walking through brooklyn past the navy shipyard uh... and the navy cats no, no, don't feel bad for them. It's okay. They have been there, and I will put this in the show notes because it's fucking cool. We were walking through Brooklyn, do 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 do, do waiting to. We stopped at the uh, coffee roaster there. It was delicious. Um, but we're walking by, and Andy's like, "Oh, look, the Navy Shipyard." And I'm like, "Okay, like cool abandoned buildings, which I like." But I was like, eh, eh. "Yeah." Uh, and then all of a sudden, I see something move in the bushes, and I was like, "Oh fuck, what is like what what yeah. what's gonna happen here?" And I'm like, oh, it's a cat. And I go, hi, kitty. And I stop. And then all of a sudden, three and four cats. other cats. And I'm like, oh, it's a dream. Come to me. <laughs> like, I literally opened my arms. It was great. Um, they were friendly. And then we look down and there's cat food cans scattered everywhere. So and I'm like, care of. someone's feeding them. Um, it was the second stop. So we, I was like, oh, I wish I had food, whatever. And like said hi to the babies. It was really nice. Move along. Do-do-do. It happens again. All of a sudden, here's one cat, two different cats than the first time. Yeah. Probably four more cats. One was standing in the distance. He didn't want to come over. Um, we noticed their ears are clipped, which so fits as is. So it's trap and release. Mm-hmm. So they are super taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Johnny looked up the history and ever needs to read about it. Those cats have been there since that was a Navy shipyard. They are known to be the Brooklyn Navy shipyard cats. Oh, babies. They, um, cats used to be good luck. And so they were taken on ships. But then they stopped. I don't remember why. Oh, Andy's going to tell. They stopped. Oh, but they left them. They started leaving them because for Mausers, because mm. the mice and the rats were eating like the stuff in the shipyards. They're like, oh well, let's let's leave them. Yeah. Right, they were eating the ships. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they were like, let's leave the cats to protect the ships. And so the cats started breeding, and then these are literally the descendants. Wow. And they're like a protected thing, but it's Where all did volunteer. They go in the winter? 
in the built hundreds of buildings that are there. Oh, okay. Um, so they're like still they're like feral cats. Yeah. Um, but they all volunteer based. These people just come, wow. feed the cats, fix the cats, release the cats. It's a protected thing. Um, but it's kind of like a call to. There's a really big movie studio that's right there. Mm-hmm. And so in this article, they're like, "Hey, guys, like, why not throw some money at this? Because like." They've been here for over 100 years. Yeah. These are descendants of, like, the OG Navy cats. Wow. That's cool. It was really cool. And I want one. I mean, I won't because they're... Right. But I would. I want all the cats. They were very nice. Um, and then I came home and told my cats that I met their Navy brothers. <laughs> and they said they wanted to be little ship captains, too. But Aww. I told them, no, I'd miss them. Aww. They have to stay right here. Little babes. And that was cat tangent. I could go on for hours about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was a good segue from your cat food to more cat story. Yeah. And perfect. Perfect. That's all right. A cat cat segue. It's a wrap. That's it's a cat wrap. Cat wrap. In a blanket. Cats in a blanket. I have I have made my cats into a burrito. Well, I've made Fitz into one. He didn't like it. It was like a big fluffy blanket and I some I don't even know how I managed to wrap him all up. My and then I could prop him into never. a corner because he couldn't have his arms no. out. No, my cats would never allow that. They're nice. Yeah, I have to, uh, I'll go cuddle them now and feed my new fish, the new yeah. member of the family, little John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> so, gotta feed him. Yeah, I gotta go feed my cats, too. They're probably so mad. Until next time, uh, go check us out on the vspot.fm. Catch up on past episodes. Go like us on Facebook, Instagram. We have a Twitter, too. Run by producer Andy because neither of us Tweet. tweeties. Tweeties? Tweeties. Twit? <laughs> I mean, we twit. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, go check out our fellow podcasts on our network, The Soundbite. The yeah. Soundbite. Jesus Christ, it's past my bedtime. How about oh. we try Soundbite? No, it honestly is so past my bedtime. Soundbite.fm. My brain doesn't work. Rate, uh, review, and subscribe. Not before you in that order before you go to soundbite because we're the best we need you to check us out first support yeah. our fellow podcasts after you yeah. rate review and subscribe us subscribe would you rate review and subscribe subscribe rate, well review uh, subscribe that seems like a good order well i think if you should subscribe and then and the then word subscribe saying to sound really weird to me i'm sorry <laughs> you should subscribe and then you should rate and review as well but like definitely subscribe i mean do all the things we'll do all of it yeah but subscribe i think i would rate (laughs) first and then review and then by the time i feel really good about my solid review i'm like man i'm gonna want to listen to this again and see i subscribe i subscribe i just go right in and i subscribe you just jump right in yeah i just jump right in and i subscribe stop saying subscribe (laughs) it's it's so weird it's like when you say the same word too many times and it loses meaning that's right like great cupcake great cupcake great (laughs) so stupid i gotta go to bed that's right me too Uh, thank god my bed's a lot closer than yours i know shit you can always join me in my bed I don't know what that noise is. <laughs> Milk floods. <laughs> Honestly, I was going to wink at you, but winking doesn't translate via podcast, so I decided to make a sound instead. Is that your winking noise? It's the sound of a wink. <laughs> if that's how you flirt. <laughs> Jesus.
She's having some kind of attack. She's like a fish with an eye problem. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Anywho. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night and good luck. Do we is there we don't have anything else to say? We're done. Um careful. Careful <laughs> of the milk spots. Are you threatening somebody? <laughs> No, careful. Careful. Watch your back. <laughs> and your front. Because you have, you have both. So, so does, does your, your spine. spine. Good night. Good night. <laughs>